You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just the Tip Off, the NBA podcast that has the same number of championships as 12 other NBA teams. 12 others. 12 others. Nathan, can you name those 12? Uh, I don't think I can name all 12. You don't think so? I think you got it. Well, okay, so Grizzlies, Hornets, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Kings, um, do you know Washington, the Wizards maybe, or do they win win one when they were the Bullets? They've won one. So they have one. Okay. Um, Phoenix hasn't won one. Have the Blazers? I think the Blazers have. Uh, Chicago, duh. Philly has. The Knicks have. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn hasn't. How many are you? How many are you at? Oh, I have no idea. Last track. You've already missed one. Like I've said one, and they have won one. Correct. Okay, which one? Blazers. Blazers, that's what I figured. Um, Actually won, yeah. Just Denver. I think Denver's won one. Utah hasn't won one. The Hawks have. The Knicks have, yeah, I think. Clippers haven't. Mavericks have. Spurs have. Houston Rockets have. They have. They've, I don't know. I don't know if they have. You don't know if the Houston Rockets have? I'm pretty sure they have, because you had, like... You not know your 90s basketball, my man? No, not not well. Um, I'll give you a hint. It only only two franchises won in the 90s. Well, I guess the better half of the 90s. Three, technically. Pistons, Bulls, and... Fuck. Well, I guess more than that. But <laughs> Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon were like the two meaty parts of the, of the 90s. Uh, the Bucks have. The Raptors have. They got like two significant ones. Like, yeah, two big ones that I'm missing. Uh, let's see, Miami has. Uh, I mean, this. I, can I pull up a list of the teams? You, you, there's literally can, can two I, left. Can I? Can I? Well, I don't want to like Indiana. Now, here we go. Um, Cleveland has. Milwaukee has. <laughs> Boston has. Come on, you got. <laughs> Just think about me. Oh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. There you go. Which I guess includes Seattle. Oh, I'm sorry. You said Seattle. You did. I'm, I'm, I missed that. Uh, is that all of them? That is all I'm of missing them. one. Thunder, Pacers, Pelicans, Nets, Magic, Clippers, Jazz, Hornets, Nuggets, Suns, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, that's in the list. All right, so here's a question for you. Out of that list, who wins one first? Um, you know, not knowing about next season, that's a tough question to answer. But I'll give it a, a give it a shot. I feel best about of those teams, probably the Suns, unless DeAndre Ayton leaves, then maybe the Grizzlies. I like it. I like both those picks. Um, yeah, I don't really see any of those teams from the East. I mean, the Pelicans are kind of weird because at McCollum, Ingram, Zion, like there's talent there, but we, you we know, put it all together on the first try, that'd be pretty sweet. Just throwing Zion into the mix, but we'll see. Yeah, but we we we've got some things to cover. We uh we missed out on seeing the actual end of the finals because I was. Where was I? Where were you? 
during the last... I watched the last game. The end of the last game? Yeah, I, I watched most of it. Because I, I, I remember watching the beginning, and Boston came out swinging. Like, I think it was like 18-5 to five at one point, and then Golden State went on like a 30-5 to five run. Yeah. And was up like 20 at half, almost 20 at half. And it's like, well, I mean, I was like, all right, Boston, coming out, fight. And then they just disappeared. And a team whose offense has been pretty good is like in multiple finals games, not even breaking 90 points. With that level of talent, it's like, good lord, do you actually need Al Horford to drop 30 to have a good night? I mean, <laughs> well, come when on. Jason Tatum isn't putting up Jason Tatum numbers. That's You, you need a yeah. point from somewhere. Yeah. So, so the Warriors won in six. Um, good prediction, April. Yes, sir. Um, and what's weird is that I the Vegas, like the odds on the Boston winning every game, like it was it was ridiculous. It was man. Like I'm what are you guys man, watching? That made me think about it. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah. So uh, the Warriors won in six. Um, they looked pretty Warriors esque. Well, um, for the most part, the first game that they dropped was, I guess, in hindsight, 2020, Draymond said that what well, he read off the stat line of Al Horford, Derek White, and Marcus Smart, and it was, it was a pretty, pretty good stat line. It was like 18 for 20-something, and he's like, yeah, yeah. he'll be all right. Yeah. And they also didn't have Gary Payton, which mm-hmm. I guess is one of the keys to their success was little GP2 I think, uh, I think the biggest key to their success was Andrew Wiggins. And go. It, was it finals MVP-esque worthy? I mean, if if Andre Iguodala can win a Finals MVP, I mean, so Andre Iguodala. Stop! It's, it was Steph Curry's. It was Steph. I, I I agree because Steph played better than he did that year in what 2016. Yeah. But Wiggins held Tatum to worse stats than Andre Iguodala held to LeBron, and Andre Iguodala got. In finals MVP for holding LeBron to 30 points a game. Like, congrats. Like, there were games where Wiggins literally shut down to where, to where Tatum was absent. Like, what, 11 points in a, in a finals closeout set, game? Set, like, a 100 turnover record was not and, and great. And he played, like, so I didn't get what Boston was doing. Like, Wiggins was playing good on-ball defense, and Tatum still was just trying to go iso ball. I think him and Devin Booker... Are risky are risking you know a games I don't really know the exact words to put it but they're costing their team by playing this ISO ball and you don't you don't see a lot of movement off ball or anything like that with either of them. So and, this is probably one of the better things to happen for Boston, no, other than winning the title, of course. It gave their guys some playoff experience, right? Finals experience. Finals. Oh, this is, this is, is this Jason Tatum's first finals? This is all their first finals. They never made it to the finals. Okay. This I mean, squad, they made it to the Eastern Conference finals a few times. Never made yeah. it past LeBron. Yeah, well. And now this or is... Or Giannis. It was one or the other. Yeah. But it's... Um, I don't know. I think... You know... It that, showed them some things. I mean, Jason Tatum looked... Like, he was, he knew, he you could kind of tell when he knew that they weren't going to win. And it was on his face at the, I, I think that's when I turned it off. When I turned, so, I turned it off, I left the bar I was at. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he, he was just looking out and, like, a dear, nobody was talking to him. He was just kind of sitting there, thinking. And you're just, 
wondering, uh, what's this? What's he doing? Like, is anybody going to see? See, he didn't look yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go out there. He didn't look like LeBron did in 2012 when he looked, you know, the thing they memed him of. But yeah, he looked not scared, but like just done. It, yeah, I mean, it's. They, you know, they did play more games than the Warriors. I don't know how much, how big an impact that has. But he's still a young player. You would think that, you know, the heart and drive to, you know, this is a must-win game, you know, to show up, Point, quite frankly. Like, at least Jalen Brown, like, looked like he wanted to be there and wanted to hustle and whatnot. I know every sports analyst and caster and, you know, the world has already touched on this since the finals have happened. And, you know, the biggest storylines are going to be Curry's greatness and Jason Tatum's disappearance. Like, those were going to be the two biggest storylines from this series. Disappearance is true, but I think more titles will hedge on youth. I think that they're not there yet. They're ahead of schedule. They're not, you know... But you know, like you, you don't get a guaranteed shot at it every year. So hopefully, yeah, this is yeah. the last one. Cool. When, when, when when people say, "Oh, we'll be back," I'm like, "Will ya?" But no, will ya? This, this honestly because it, it's you believe it more just because yeah, at the beginning of the season we were asking, should we keep Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together? We're not. Uh, do you think anyone's going to ask that this off season? Is that going to be a topic? Are, are we going to get that down at the bottom of the barrel that we have to start putting that question back out there? No, I think it's. I, I think. It's how you're going to make the... I mean, the roster's pretty decent. Like, Robert Williams played great defensively, and Marcus Smart is still there. But, you know, you know how much longer are you going to get Al Horford, you know, level of play? You know, can Grant, can Grant Williams step into a bigger role? Can Derek White? Yeah, so, I mean, I think their roster's set up pretty decent. Um, <laughs> they'll probably make an offseason move. But, you know, like, this... Yes, this is their first finals appearance. This isn't their first playoff appearance. You know, this is three, four times now in a row that the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum duo has not gotten it done. Now, is it they need more around them? They need a better fit, supporting cast? It is Ime Udoka's first season, so, you know, you probably at least, you know, give them another year. You know, is it a system? There's. It's not like this is the first time that these guys have even seen the playoffs, though. That that's the only thing I'm saying, um, and they did have to go up against the Warriors, um, who have so much play ex- playoff experience and finals experience with those guys. Um, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about Boston in particular. I, I they're probably just going to run it back. I'm not sure anyone's on an expiring contract there or anything like that. I just looked at they had the sec so they traded away their first round pick to the Spurs this year for Derek White. And Which he played okay, decent in the. There were some games okay. in the playoffs he played well. He definitely needed to be there for longer than the time he was. I think he helped, but he just did. He looked out of place, and I think he felt like he wasn't really part of it. I don't know. He he just didn't seem like as cohesive as the the core guys of Tatum, Brown, Smart. Well, they brought like the guys him in who late. Been late. You know? I mean, like they just, brought yeah, they brought him in late and they didn't play him. So. I mean, I guess that's what's to be expected. Um, we look good for when, for part of it. So yeah. I, that, that's something to look forward to. Um, I would say they have, the, a, they have a second round pick uh, this year. I don't care. That's really it. I would say on the Warriors' behalf, I think this is the most impressive 
Warriors Championship, I think it is the one that means the most. Probably, you know, I mean, you could always say the first one means the most, but if you ask LeBron which one means the most, it's the Cleveland one. Um, I think just given the Kevin Love and Kyrie injuries than their first one and having KD on the second and third, I think this is their most impressive, you could say legit with air quotes, but I think this is their most impressive finals win by far. Um, just because, you know, you beat a LeBron team with Matthew Delavidova as the second best player at the moment. You then beat two more just depleted Cavaliers teams with Kevin Durant on the roster. She had a 73-9 team and put KD on it. Yeah. It yeah. And then so – and KD is gone. I think, I think for Steph this means a lot because, you know – I think the media kind of was like, oh, man, Durant won, cause Durant won the finals MVP, so like Durant won those two championships. And so this was Curry's moment to be like, you know, we were here before he came. He's gone now, and we're still doing it. I think this is Steph Curry's like, you know, this was more me than, than the media or anyone is portraying it or saying it was. So I think this one is a big one for Steph Curry. You know, and I, people always talk about, oh, the legacy and all that crap. Like, like I mean, it's it's written at this point. I don't I don't be like, how does this affect Steph Curry's legacy? I'm like, his legacy is it was already there. And it's like LeBron. Anything more is just icing on the cake. He's there now. He's he. I mean, not to say that it wasn't before. I think this does add to. He's higher up on people's lists. Like that's all I've been here for the past two days. Is just he is top ten. He's some people are saying yeah. he's top five. Some people are like he's yeah. top fifteen all time. I mean, this thing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He didn't do it all by himself. I think this is a very good Warriors roster because you've got you've got you got an All Star point guard, you got a knockdown shooter in Clay, you got Draymond who just kind of does everything and is a pest. You've got Andrew Wiggins who turned into a fantastic role player, and then was a defensive player. Gary Payton's a good defensive player. You have Jordan Poole who's capable of knocking down threes and scoring thirty a game. I mean, Otto Porter. Eh, Otto Porter. I mean, I think really. You get rid of Otto Porter. You, but you get rid of Otto Porter. Um, you really, honestly, you keep the core and you look at, okay, what are we going to get out of, like, Moses Moody? What are we going to get out of uh, James Wiseman? And what are we going to get out of. Um, James Wiseman, they actually what's, didn't. What, who's, their, who's their third rookie? Or who's their, their other rookie? Moses Moody? No. The first. The, Jonathan Kaminga? Jonathan Kaminga. I think that's the next progression for the Warriors is those three young guys. What what can we do with those guys? Because we've got an older core to Jordan Poole to be at. We can get the older gonna, core that can get us through the playoffs. But when we want to rest guys, who's going to keep getting us those wins? What young players are going to develop into taking some of those minutes, giving our big guys like really Curry, Draymond, and Clay some rest to keep us you know going for a couple more years i mean i think the warriors are set up to be contenders for a couple more years down the line here they most certainly are they which are. is just unfortunate <laughs> the good a, thing is i do think i do think i do think there's more parity in the league than there was back in like 2016 i mean like it, that's easy when you can just say they're the same two teams made the finals three straight years i mean so I don't know. Again, as I said, I went. I didn't want this anyone to win this series. Uh, it was quite disappointing, no matter which way you fold it. So. At least the games were like it wasn't a bunch of blowouts. It was okay for that. Not wanting to be these two teams in the finals, 
it was a pretty great series. It really was. And I wish it went one more game, but I gotta admit, six is pretty good. Six is pretty yeah, good. At least we at least we didn't get a sweep. Yeah. So I mean That would have sucked. That would have sucked. I don't know. Just a prediction. All right, wait till early prediction here. Record and distance for the Celtics and the Warriors. They just run it back. Let's both say teams just straight up run it back. Let's say some of the ancillary team, like teammates, shift, but it's like the core stays. Yeah. With even like the capital of who they could draft, I guess could come into play. But like, I think it, the, it won't really I think the Warriors have a better chance of making the finals again. Yeah. Um, I don't think Boston will get will get into the finals. I think Eastern Conference Finals is best. Um, but I could see the Warriors getting there. Um, but the West is all, the West is going to get better because Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are coming back. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are coming back. I think the only team that might actually take a step down out of the West who were there this year is the Suns. Portland. Oh, and I guess, no, sorry, they, they said that there. was in there. Yeah, that was already in the playoffs, is the Suns, because Chris Paul's a year older, and you don't know what's going to happen with DeAndre Ayton. The Suns are the only team I look at that might actually take a step back. I think everyone else is going to stay, you know, even-keeled, or, you know, or get better because people are coming back from injury. You know, all the young guys on Memphis are going to be a year older. All the younger guys on Minnesota are going to be older. I think the way the Pelicans finish the season, you have to look at them as potential playoff contenders. Um, Denver and, as I said, Denver and the Clippers are going to come back healthier, so. It's going to be uh, pretty wild next season. Right, see, this is what I was already. saying before the cast. Like, you can, you know, you look at every team and you're like, eh, I don't know, they could be good. They could, And you say that, and then, you know, by 20 games in, we're like, wow, that team is 5-15 and, 15 and we did. didn't see that coming, right? But when, when it's a little bit more, I won't say obvious, but people, I'd love to see our beginning of the season predictions to the end of the season, like, standings, how it worked out. Because there's got to be, like, those little metrics. Remember the Wizards were, like, amazing for 10 games? Yeah. That's <laughs> just, like, how much it shifts. Yep. I mean, that's why you can't – that's why, like, I never, like, truly take anything in the first 20 games. You know, I take it all with a grain of salt because, you know – there's some teams that are really good. I, I feel like games. the only team that in the, one of the few teams that like started producing well early and kind of sustained that was the Cavs. Injury ridden is honestly why they fell. If they don't get injured, the Cavs are in the playoffs, not in a play-in game. But they're the team that I think came out and surprised us this past season. But we were able to keep that level of play. We saw dips in Atlanta and in the Knicks, which helps. But the Cavs, you know, they they got something here, maybe. So, Cavs can they have some building blocks? They got to have things break right for them. People continue to develop. Hopefully, it's not a flash in the pan. Yeah, you know, I I, I trust Evan Mobley, but he definitely yeah. People are going to be scheming for him this year. He could get that sophomore slump. He could be a little bit like still undersized. We'll we'll see how. But the good thing is that he doesn't need to. You know, he doesn't need to to lead the team to bear, you know, a burden or a weight on this team because you have Garland, you have Sexton, you know, if they're going to bring him back, which at this point, you know, probably will. And you've got, you got Jared Allen. I mean, you've got other guys that, you know, can kind of put in the workload. You can just have Mobley go do his thing. Again, you know, they're starting Mobley and Allen at the same time. Which one are you going to guard? 
Like, are you? What other teams are are capable of putting Throw Laurie Markkinen uh, out there, break their freaking right? minds? Well, like, what other team out there is capable of putting up two athletic seven footers to combat Cleveland's two athletic seven footers? Uh, three, but Markkinen. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it, it makes you think with with two dynamic guards like with Sexton and Garland, you know, and who knows what they get in the draft this year. So, It'll be interesting. I'll. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the off the off season has started. We uh, we've already had two trades. Yeah, one one significantly more interesting than the other. I must say, and then a really really boring one with the Thunder. Ah, <laughs> boo, BS. Thunder one to me is going to be a game changer next year. Jermichael Green of the Denver Nuggets to Oklahoma City Thunder. Welcome, Jermichael. Welcome from yeah from Denver. And uh, Nathan, tell them what the what the cost of doing business. So, was. Oklahoma City Thunder traded the 30th pick to the Nuggets for Jamichael Green and a future first. So, pretty much, they, they sent off um, no, they sent off the 2027 first round pick. Okay. So, who knows what that'll be? Yeah. But they sent away this year's first one of their many first round picks this year. To Denver for an even farther ahead first round pick, and Jermichael Green kind of feels almost like a salary dump type deal. Take for on Denver. his contract, but yeah. he's actually a 31 year old, fairly like he's a defensive minded player. He's pretty good off ball on defense, good like on ball defense. His scoring is comes in spurts, and it's not going to be high volume, so not great. But he's athletic; he can get up there. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see if he can like sew up some of the defensive holes that uh, OKC has. I would say if they don't keep him, I get it, but I, I think he could actually help. So I, I would vote that he would stay. Um, and the third and the first round pick swap is just like, yeah, we're probably not going to need this thirtieth one. Might as well see if we can send that down the downstream and plan for a future too. You know, just continue the train. But. Yeah. Especially yeah. Two yeah. others is freaking three others. I mean, thirty-four is close to, to thirty. <laughs> and then the other one, which I think has a little more implications, um, the Dallas Mavericks traded a twenty-six overall pick in the twenty twenty-two NBA draft, along with Boban Marjanovic, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, and Sterling Brown to the Rockets in exchange for Christian Wood. <laughs> um, that seems like a lot to give up for Christian Wood, but when you look at it, it's a late first-round pick, and you look at the players that they sent over and the realistic roles that they played on the Dallas Mavericks, particularly in the playoffs, and you're like, eh, no big deal. Right. I mean, Trey Burgess had flashes. Marquise Chris has had flashes. Boban Marjanovic is just kind of a fun pickup more than anything else. Bobby! And Sterling Brown is s- whatever. Sad to break up Bobby and Luca, but honestly, I think this presents somewhat of a challenge for the Rockets. They now have, what is that, like 18 or 19 players on their roster? Yeah, they got a lot. And they <laughs> keep getting first round picks, so it's like, um, how are you going to, you know, there's 15, 17, you know, guys on the roster. Let's say they're going to do some more action coming up here. Yeah, but how do you think this helps? Realistically, let's look at it from the Mavs' perspective because that's the that's the team First, that okay. got the better player. That's the team who you know 
I think when you watch the Mavs play in the playoffs this year, they just gave up at the center position. You know, they had Dwight Powell in to just do the tip off, and that was it. And then they had like Maxi, yeah, game, and then yeah. they had Maxi Kleba in there just to shoot threes, and they gave up rebounding the ball. Now maybe that's not Christian Wood's strong suit, but I think Christian Wood is a better post player and scorer overall than both Maxi Kleba and Dwight Powell. So I think. I think it's an upgrade. I think it's going to help the Mavericks. You think they're going for like a Bam Adebayo type or what? Like just rebounds and and lobs? I don't know. It just because I think there's a little more to Christian Wood's game than that. Because I think he can step out a little bit. He's worked his way. He's got a little more mid. Like Kleba's like strictly threes and layups. Where I think Wood has some lob potential. He's got some mid range potential. He's got some three potential. So I think they're they look for a little more well-rounded center that can give them more depth at that position, which I think they desperately needed. Now what I think you do is I think you get rid of Dwight Powell and maybe Maxi Kleba, and you go find yourself a Steven Adams, someone literally just to get in there and get boards. Someone Andre to, Drummond, hello? Like, right, like Kevon <laughs> Looney was a walking double-double, like walking your 20-point double-double against them. Like Kevon freaking Looney. <laughs> Uh, like you can't he's have that get happen. Paid, man. He's gonna get paid. Yeah, by the Warriors somehow. How old do you think he is? Ah, uh, he's probably lo- low thirties, if I had to guess. Think low thirties. Age wise, yeah, yeah. He's younger. Twenty six. Come on, Louis, only twenty six. Twenty six. Well, he's I mean, gonna get paid. I don't know. The Warriors can't pay them. They've got so much. Their roster is so damn expensive. Let's figure it out. So they, damn they don't mind expensive. Paying, they do not mind paying luxury. They'll probably let Gary. So Gary Payton and Kevon Looney are up. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. is as good as gone. Norman uh, Bielitz is gone. Yeah. They'd like they to just, keep Poole. Poole's still on a rookie deal, so he's fine. But I would imagine that they would like to keep Poole. Actually, here's an idea. All right, hear me out. Give it to me. Could the Warriors sell high ish on Clay Thompson right now and have Jordan Poole go into this two role and then get like picks or better player back? You think? I love it. They will not. You yeah, you lost me if they trade Clay. They will never. I don't know. Maybe I'm too altruistic about this, but like, come on. I don't see them trading anybody with Draymond, and only if Draymond is like. What because he's going to be up for contract after next year, I think. Is he going to ask for too much? I would say he might. If he's a way he could go is ask for a long term deal, like eight year, <laughs> like an MLB contract. You're saying, <laughs> yeah, like eight year, and then have the contract taper off or whatever. I don't know. I just I feel like or like a low dollar amount. Yeah, he could. I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah, just just throwing it out there, you know. It's eight year, one hundred and twenty million. Eight year, one hundred and twenty. What's that a year? 15. fifteen, about fifteen a year. Eh. Yeah, but think of Draymond Green in eight years. You gonna pay him? Be paying him fifteen million dollars in eight years? What's he now? Like 32? 30? 31? Come on, he aren't even paying you Donis Haslam that much. He's doing the vet minimum, which isn't fifteen million. It's like, like three. Two, it's like two. two God, Draymond, I mean, I, Draymond, I mean, he plays the way he plays is very low impact. Maybe not eight years, maybe like and whatnot, six years, but I yeah, I, right. He, he didn't look too bad once he got going. He did have that injury, so I guess well, it could be. 
a little reprehensible. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Yeah. Who else do you think's making moves here this offseason? Uh, as a whole, um, I would I would expect the Bucks to make bench moves. I would expect expect the Philly the Phillies the, the Philadelphia 76ers to make bench moves. I think both their benches need upgrades. Um, I mean, those are two glaring ones. I think the Suns could be a little deeper. Um, and then Suns, yeah. I, I've heard rumors about like Andre, and I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know if he's going to play again with. with is he Suns. all right? So, so do you I, think I a think team is going to give DeAndre in the max? Do you think a team's going to do it? Um, knowing that it is already reported that like. He questioned. He gave quote. He gave up on the team. You gave up on us. You know, there's potential like in the locker room, off the court issues, whatever it may be. There's something there. You know, I don't know how much you know. Teams tend to, you know, turn a blind eye to a lot of that most of the time. But um, I would say they're probably going to. I could. We we named off a few teams that would just absolutely freaking love to have this. Yeah, guy. Like, yeah, Toronto, like Toronto, Dallas. Yeah, just. I don't know. I think they could do it. They, they always figure out how to make the money work. Yeah, that's true. God, where does it leave the Suns then? If the, if he if he if you walk or they back. sign and trade, yeah. So you almost have, you have to do a sign and trade because you need, it, we're in a point in the league today. You got to get something back. You can't give up a first round pick and not get anything back and then you know be empty handed. What about like DeAndre Aiden and some other player for Rudy Gobert? Okay, so like DeAndre Ayton, and I would say Bridges is off the table. Cam Johnson's off the table. They've already traded Jalen Smith, their first round pick from last year. Yep, dumb. It was a dumb pick to start. And then just to give him away, just like for nothing. I don't even know what team he's on anymore. Pacers. Pacers. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but who, I mean, who else is on that roster that you're willing to move? Like, I guess maybe Cameron Payne, if the Jazz are thinking about not bringing Clarkson back to have an, another guard off the bench. Maybe. Because I'm pretty sure Jordan Clarkson is up. And he's been, he's going to be asking for, him around. he's going to be asking for about 20 mil at least, I would say. Ah, he's I, already I mean, making that much. I guess so. He, he's still, still got it in the tank, but he's getting older. I don't know. All right, here we go. Right now, early, way too early predictions. <laughs> We're going to be one of those teams. Way too early predictions. NBA Finals. Who's playing in it? Who's winning it? Who's winning it? All right. 2023 NBA Finalists are going to be... I'm going with... The Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> mm, they, okay, they, you said what team's going to be making moves. There you go. Yeah, that team is the sick. Lakers. Yeah. I don't know if they they don't have much money to do anything, but they've got to do something. You can't just run back that roster. I get they have a new coach and maybe he's got new ideas, but nothing about last year says yes. Let's run this roster back. So that's another team I think needs some upgrades. I'll go with the LA Clippers versus Clippers. The Milwaukee Bucks. Clippers versus Bucks. All right. I like that. I like that. That's, that going to be... 
The Clippers is an. I think the Clippers is uh is an interesting pick because I don't. You know, I, I think they're going to be good because they. The basis that I have for this is I like the piece that they brought in. They're a little bit funky. The Clippers. Yeah. And they all got they all got playing time. They exactly. They, they figured that and they out. They know what they're getting into. Having Paul George and Kawhi Leonard come back, I think that team's going to be kind of fun to watch. So, uh, maybe just kind of shot in the dark here, but way too early. If those guys are playing and they're playing well, Kawhi Leonard having exactly as much time as he needed to get his knee right. Mm-hmm. That showed wonders for Deborah, for Kevin Durant, for mm-hmm. uh, people who give extended time. So Yeah, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson coming back the right way. It's tough, I'm sure, but No, I like that pick. I think I think the Warriors could be back. I think they could be there. I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens in Utah. With it sounds like Dingo Bear put out an ultimatum, pretty much. It's either me or Donovan Mitchell. I I don't know. I, I don't. Seems a little I, bombastic. Yeah, but I, I you know if there's actual legit problems there. I mean, how many more times is Utah? Are you talking to try to run this back? Like at some point, you need to change, change it up. So maybe they are moving Go Bear. I think we've already had that conversation of Go Bear. We've had that conversation multiple times about Go Bear versus Mitchell. Um. So, you know, I, I think I think the two favorites in the West have to be the Warriors and the Clippers, almost. There's going to be a lot of movement, and we really don't know what next season's going to be like until probably half to a quarter way through next season. The, all, the all-star break. <laughs> right, so... We can I mean, we can speculate once once you know the the trades really start opening up. Usually, oh, it's, yeah. remember, the it's a heat of trade season. Is it's, just a, it's, so a, it's a it's a flood it's a floodgate, right? It's just all right. One move one move happens, and then it's just a cascade of this that because then it's an arms race. It's an arms race to pick up players to build the best offensive roster you can to try to. There's play. a lot more teams that are closer to the top than. I think ever before. It yeah, feels I like think there's a yeah, lot it's, more it's nice average teams. It's because it's I think there's more stars or good players in the league. Not to say that there weren't, you know, 10 years ago, but, you know, you look at every team and it's like, you know, every team's kind of got like a star. Yeah. There's there's always a guy. Except there's for like the Pistons. Uh, there's a guy. The Pistons? Kate Cunningham. He's not there yet. They've not already there, adopted. Or is, the Magic. He's their LeBron James. Or the Magic. He's not there yet. LeBron James. And then the Magic is... They have the number one pick right now. The, it's going to be yeah. the guy. The Knicks are kind of iffy. Um, who knows what they're going to do? I the, the, Here's the question. What team... Who's going to be the team this year that just picks up an absurd amount of one position of player. Remember, it was the Pistons taking a shit ton of centers two years ago, and then it was the Knicks taking nothing but power forwards after that. Who's going to be the team that just takes a crap ton of single players? I know who I want it to be. I want it to be the Milwaukee Bucks, and I want them to take 14 shooting guards because they need someone at that position. Just try them all out. Bunch try of them all out. Bro. Yeah, try them all out. That's all I got. You got anything? Anything I, else? Any predictions? Any Bradley Beal finally going to be on the move this year? If, uh, they, if, if there were ever to be a time to now, don't I do not wish this, but I think it would be hilarious to do a LeBron James trade. I think that would be absolutely fall on my ass funny. What about uh, Kyrie for Westbrook? 
Oh, that was still. Okay, that would also be up there as hilarious. That just took. Kyrie's season. got some issues with his trade demand, with his uh, contract demands, apparently, and you know, I've heard rumors. <laughs> I heard rumors that Kevin Durant was like, "Dude, this guy, he ain't it." With all this bullshit that comes with, not that it's bullshit, you, the extracurriculars, if you will, that come with Kyrie Irving right now, just, and and just over you know his career, really. distractions, yeah, over over his career, um, just the 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 non basketball things. Um, so that'd be a fun trade. Durant with Westbrook. Ideal. Ideal situation. Kyrie, Westbrook, straight up trade. Finals, Nets versus Lakers. That would be awesome. That would be ideal. <laughs> LeBron and Kyrie versus Durant and and uh and Westbrook. And you know what? You just have the rest of the team just stand there out of bounds and it's two on two. <laughs> it's seven two games. You guys got this, right? <laughs> How wild would that be in a finals? Can you imagine? Just like five guys could still be on the court; they're just all up against the edge. Right. And it's just like, all right, two on two. Let's 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 run it. That would be ridiculous. It'd be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. I'll it'll, I'll be interested to see what the Nets do as a whole because you've got a you've got like a bunch of young players and then you get a lot of really old guys, and then Durant and Kyrie, like Patty Mills. Uh, Blake Griffin, Paul Paul Millsap, yeah, Paul oh, Millsap, yeah. That team's and flip over, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, what's going? Your only two young guys are um, the center from Georgia. Why can't I remember his name? And the shooting guard from LSU, Thomas Claxton. Th- Thomas and Claxton are their two like younger guys, and Claxton's a free agent, so. Other than that, it's a bunch of old guys. I think Claxton can drum it. He, he's shown some promise. He's just not been as, I think, nurtured as he was before when he had some backup under Jared Allen. He was a great backup big for Jared Allen. And then he should have been playing over DeAndre Jordan. And it kind of zapped a lot of his confidence. And he's really not been, when he finally hit, hit thrust in that role, he yeah. wasn't. I bet the Nets wish they somehow kept Jared Allen. I'm glad they didn't, because I love him in Cleveland. But <laughs> that's all I have. Any uh, any worth mentioning? I got. That's it for now. We'll be back at you here soon when the uh, trades heat up a little when bit. When free agency frenzy really free, starts. We got the draft coming up here. The yeah. NBA rookie draft. There's a lot of cool prospects out there. We'll probably come back with another show on those. But until next time, peace.